My name is Emma. I own the Daisy Chain and run music and movement programs for aged care and disability facilities. I'm going to share how to find fun, purpose and connection in that stage of life that others think is boring, dull and pointless. If you would like to know how we shine a light on the fun, vibrant, full lifestyles of the aged care residents and disability clients, stay with me as I share the stories of human connection. Here we are again. I'm here with Christine, who I know through our, one of our Zumba Gold classes. So thank you for joining me. <laughs> um, so how long have we known each other? Um, a good two years, yeah. probably. I didn't start when you first started off. Um, I didn't even, I'm not sure I knew even what Zumba was. But mm-hmm. then I'd sort of pass by the, the window here and see them wiggling their little butts off and thought, oh, you can do that. And then I sort of came in. I remember the first day I came in. I sat sat in the corner and watched, and then you made sure that I got up and you know joined in. And because was, I always think that you can't really judge whether you love it or not if you don't try it. Oh gosh, no, no. But I just wanted to see. And you had ants in your pants. You can sat still. What it was all about. <laughs> and I don't think you've missed a class since, unless you've been away. No, unless I've been away. Which and you're in the you're in the corner with all the space around you. Yes. And I have to say, if ever we have a theme class, you're Costumes are always <laughs> extremely enthusiastic. Me too. Yes. Life's too short. Well, it needs my, to be fun. My, um, my granddaughter will inherit my little tutus. Yeah, that's cute. Yes. That's cute. When she gets back to Australia. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I was born in Crown Street Women's Hospital, which no longer exists. I think there's a big hotel there. Um, and many years later, I've. I've um, bumped into a, a, a lass and got friendly with her and she was born on the same day in the same hospital as me. Wow. Yes, so that's a bit of a coincidence. Um, we lived in Neutral Bay at the back of some um, shops. Uh, uh, 1946 I was born, so just at the end of the war. Um, my father was a conscientious objector, but being a photographer, he used to um, do camouflage. So that okay. was sort of his... his contribution but he yep. wasn't actually fighting yeah um and then uh, i'm not sure how or why they they split up but they did and then mum remarried an englishman about four or five years later um benita's nearly six years older than me and uh, we got on fairly well but with the with the, the age um difference it was a little bit hard yeah i think for her because um, every time, every time she went to the beach to try and flirt with the boys, she had to take a little sister, drag a little sister <laughs> along. She wasn't too keen about that. Uh, yeah, and uh, growing up, a fairly average growing up, I went to uh, Neutral Bay Primary School and then to Cremorne Girls High School, which sounds a bit, a bit posh, but it wasn't. It was just a, um, a normal um, Commonwealth school, but we did have a separate. Um, summer uniform to the winter uniform and you had to be very they were very strict that you had the right. clothes and the hat and, oh. and the 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 dresses that we wore the summer dress and the winter dress had to be um a particular length right and just below the knee and we were all lined up every morning to make sure that it was all okay yeah um and i remember the prior the uh, headmistress was a very voluptuous lady and she we would all we'd have assembly every single morning and uh, she, we'd, we'd have somebody as, as um, a lookout, and she'd come down the hallway and then have to turn around and come into the into the assembly hall. And she always wore the the black uh, robes, 
with some sort of colour on the, the, the hood part, but always had a, an armful of books and she'd sort of flow down the the, um, the corridor and then whoever was on lookout say, here she comes, and we'd, there'd be dead silence. You could hear a pin drop and she'd sort of flow into the, into the assembly hall and then stand up on the dais and proceed with the, the assembly. Was she scary? Yes, I never had her as a teacher, thank goodness, otherwise I think I would have cringed yeah. in the, in the, in the it's funny, we had a... Um head teacher that still wore the gown mm. and she used to wear a hat too oh. and again it was just a it, <laughs> it wasn't a private school it was no. just a state school and when she started we all just thought what's happened because I, I was already at the school when she started and then we'd gone from this headmaster that you know would wear his suit mm. um, and stop and chat with the kids in the corridor to this lady who kind of as you said floated with this yes. cape billowing behind her and her graduation Whoa. Cap and everything yes. too, which is oh. a little bit strange. Yes, particularly in this well, yeah. now, but even then it was. Bit, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. wasn't Again, she was bit. quite intimidating, mm. but she was only very short, so I think that was her oh, way of probably right. getting a little bit of yes. commanding yeah. and respect. Yeah. So when we were chatting earlier, um, you mentioned that you started classical ballet when you were about seven or eight. Mm. So tell me about that. Um, I had tried. Ballet, I think, at a couple of the local ballet schools, but I, I didn't. I don't know whether I didn't like it or I didn't stick to it. And then I pestered Mum to, to um, enrol me at um, in Francis Scully School of Ballet, and she said, "Well, this is the last chance. If you give this up, then no more." So I, I didn't give it up and loved it. And that was the four. She Francis Scully Bolivansky School of Ballet, um, and that was the forerunner of the Australian ballet. And I just loved it. But, of course, the intermediate came along, which was the equivalent of the school certificate now. And because I wasn't a terribly happy academic child, Mum said, well, you've got to give up um, dancing because you've got to concentrate on your wow. uh, studies. I was horrified. And I just scraped through on every, every subject. And then I don't know why I didn't go back again, but I, I didn't continue on. And, but I, I joined the younger set of the... Um, which was a, sort of like a social thing to do with the, with the ballet. Yeah. And we would cater for a lot of the dues that they had and yeah. the dancers and everything else. Um, but I think I realised that you really had to devote, devote your whole mm. life to dancing. Yeah. And, and there was always some part of your body that would ache. <laughs> I mean, particularly the feet Yeah. the worst part. And if you have a look at ballerinas' feet, yeah. they're the worst part. Yeah, they're not of pretty, body. are they? No, they're not pretty. Not at all. <laughs> Um, yes, I, I didn't do much there and then I went overseas for two years and when I came back um, I wasn't terribly settled. Yeah. wanted to travel more. Itchy feet. Couldn't bear the sort of saving up for two years like I had done previously. So I joined Qantas. Excellent. And flew with Qantas as a hostie for four years. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was great. Yeah. I loved it. But the only thing is because I tend to lose weight rather than put it on, in the first, I came back, I, I put it on actually on the Italian ship going over to um, England. Yeah. Uh, six weeks on an Italian ship. So that eating pasta. And the pasta and the, and the pizzas. <laughs> and and we'd, we got very friendly with our, our table um, steward and he would give us leftover pizzas and stuff. Yeah. And we'd take them down to our, our cabin and then we'd rage into the night and then at two or three in the morning we'd go back to our cabin and eat all this food. Yeah. Um, so I did put on, I think, a stone, which was probably, I don't know, four or five kilos yeah. in that time and kept it on all the time I was in, in, in England for the two years. 
But then when I came back and I joined Qantas, in that first year, I lost all that weight so again. Walking so, up and, down. and I really, except for two pregnancies, I've been the same weight ever since. Yeah. Mm. It's because you're so busy. Yes, probably. And I've got a very, very efficient yeah. metabolism yeah. as well. Let's go back a little bit to the ballet mm. um, because I love what you've written, which is describing the dance studios. So <laughs> I'll let you describe them to me. Yes. It was in, um, they had studios in Angel Place, which has been done up in recent years, but then it was it was a very, I think it was a dog leg type lane and these very, very old buildings and they had the, uh, lifts in them that you went in and you pulled a um, like a chain door, yeah. steel chain door across and then another door and then I'm not sure whether you pressed a button or you pulled on a um, uh, uh, like a steel um, yeah. cable. Like a pulley. To, yeah, to, to yeah. get you up. And as you, as you went up in the floors, it was about probably four or five floors, you could smell the sweat for the for the rehearsal of the dance studios. I was like, oh yes, you know, we, we're getting close yeah. to the floor because there was no no ventilation. Well, no. there was ventilation, but not um, air conditioning. No, no air conditioning, and you know you could smell it. But it, it was a, a lovely sort of smell because <laughs> you knew people worked hard. <laughs> the smell of hard work. Yes. Well, my girls do karate, and I know when they get in the car, they smell like hard work. Mm, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, it was a good good smell. Yeah. yeah. So, what was it? about ballet that you loved? Well, I think just the discipline, um, the music. I did very well in all my exams, um, got, you know, high credits or honours or whatever. Yeah. And I really thought that I would would enjoy and be good at making ballet a yeah. career. But mum said, well, you're intermediate. The equivalent of the intermediate was coming up at school, and yep. I couldn't do ballet and that at the same time. I wasn't a terribly academic no. child, so she unfortunately she said, "No, you've got to stop ballet." I was mortified. I was going to say, "How did you feel oh, at the awful, time?" Awful, awful. But I, you know, I respected my mother, yeah. so I did as I was told. Yeah, and uh, just scraped through with most most of the subjects, and didn't do anything with it. I didn't yeah. go on for the extra two years I think it was three years initially and then you went on for the extra two years um, just left and yeah. got a job as secretary and saved up and, and went overseas for a couple of years it's interesting because I teach music um, I'm not teaching much at the moment but and then as I said the girls do karate mm. um, and they're pretty dedicated and I remember having conversations with parents of my students who were going through HSC or year 10 and they would, you know, the parents would often say, oh, no, we think we think Johnny should have a break from saxophone while he does his HSC. Yeah. Um, and I would usually try to talk them out of it yeah. um, in that, you know, if, if Johnny's doing what he loves, yeah. he's probably going to study more effectively. Yeah. Um, and yeah. if you can use the the practice or the playing as a, you know, if you can study for two hours, then you can go for your saxophone lesson. Yeah. Um, not a bribe, but a, a reward for yeah. encouraging. Um, encouraging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you also, you know, when you study, you do need a break too. The oh, brain yes. definitely needs yes. To, yes. to switch off. And if that can be doing something that you love, then yeah. that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. So it, That's probably more more relevant. Well, not more relevant, but you, you know about that now because yeah. there's so much um, technology and looking into ways of doing things. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, this is going back. Yeah. Uh, 
sixty years, mm. maybe sixty five years. Yeah, and there's you either did one or the other. Yeah, and there's so Unless much. Unless you had very adventurous parents, <laughs> and very very caring, knowledgeable. Yeah. Parents. Well, and there's so much research now that shows that you know doing music or doing dance mm. helps the academic stuff, and it works with the opposite side of your brain. Yes, so it actually brain. is it's important to have the balance of the both. Yeah, but yeah. you know, as you said, yeah. that's the that's the um, benefit of hindsight oh, and course, yes. and technology yeah. and I'd be a much better parent now if I retraced the, the years yeah. than I was then you know bring, yeah. bringing up my kids and yeah. them bringing up me yeah mm. I'll just listen to your words of advice for my own children <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so you got the travel bug yes and yes. then you thought I can't be bothered to work to save money so how can I travel and get paid for it yes exactly yes <laughs> But to, to, to get the money event, uh, originally to, to actually travel, yeah. and when you didn't fly in those days, no. it was just exorbitantly expensive. Um, I worked uh, two jobs. I had a, a secretarial job during the day, and then one of my jobs, because I did, did move around a bit, was with BP, at, and that was at North Sydney. Yeah. And there was a fellow there that uh, did the reviews every year, and I got interested in that, and I started for about two or three years we, we did the reviews and then he started up a, a little what was called a coffee review at Kalara opposite the Greengate Hotel and to my sister's horror we used to mime to music <laughs> and we'd be dressed up you know in the appropriate characters costumes and stuff and then at interval um, we would go out of the dressing room and, and um, make tea and coffee and raisin toast and give it to the, the patrons and then duck back in and then do the second half of the show. Um, I did that. It was only Friday and Saturday, but it was a few few bob yeah. income. So I, yeah. I sort of had the two jobs and that's how I saved up to go overseas. Wow. Because oh, you wanted a, a reasonable amount of money to yeah. go over, even though it didn't cost that much on the ship as opposed yeah. to flying. Um, yeah. yeah. So how old were you when you started working for Qantas? Um, tw- Twenty. 26 yeah. I suppose and did yes. you love it yes yeah. yes but again because of the long hours and the time changes and everything else yeah I did, I did long haul uh, not to begin with no the, the 707s yeah and they did shorter stops and you had oh sometimes two or three days in any one yeah. port which was yeah, really great you don't, you don't get these that no. these days so that that was great I, I went to a lot, yeah. of, lot of places yeah um, and, and stopovers and the crew were always very good. And to begin with, we were, as I say, we're only on the 707s. And they always had uh, two hosties and seven or eight stewards. Yeah. And the first call, port of call, the one of the hosties was got off there. Um, well, we all got off, but she, she stayed there and went back to Sydney. And right. then they only carried just the one hostie okay. onto the, the end destination and then came back to... Um, the first port of call out of Sydney picked up the extra girl up and then two hosties came Okay. In. So there were always more stewards than yeah. hosties. But fairly soon after that, they got about half 50-50. Yeah. Because Qantas prided themselves on the fact that they had all stewards and yeah, just okay. like a, the token females. Yeah. Just to, to be the Probably glam- the other way around to now. To be the glamour side. Yeah. Um, I think they're still about half and half. Yeah, okay. Yes, yeah. 
you flew for four years, is that yes. right? Yes. Yep. And there you met your My husband. husband. Yes, okay. after about 18 months, I suppose. Okay. And At work? Yes, yes, yep. he was a steward, yeah. And um, I was all set to leave because in those days you couldn't get be married and okay. work. Okay. I don't, can't remember whether it was you just couldn't be married as steward or you couldn't be married full stop. I think yep. I couldn't be married full stop. Um, and I was all set to leave and take up a ground position and they brought in the married roster. Right. So I stayed on for another year and uh, worked with Habit to be on the same roster and he was a, a senior steward at that stage. He had to drop down to my level rather than me right. going up to his level. Of course. With, with pick of yeah. trips and everything. Yeah. So when we worked together and in those days it was, uh, I think the jumbos were just coming in but they still the seven seven or sevens. So it was Mr. and Mrs. Yates on the on the bar cart, <laughs> and so if I wanted something on the other side of the bar cart, I'd say, "Excuse me, Mr. Yates, would you hand me a, a cup or a, a can of coke or something?" The passengers thought that was very funny. <laughs> so, and then we wanted to start up a family, and I was twenty eight, twenty nine yeah. at that stage. So I left, and he stayed on for another yeah. fifteen or twenty years. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I was well. a single parent for a lot of the time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So how was that? Um, it was sort of difficult at times because obviously you need your husband, but then I yeah. didn't know any difference. Yeah. It wasn't as if we started having a family and then he went to, to yeah. uh, work. You just always done that? Yes, yes. It was, it and the kids wouldn't like have known that. any different? No, no. Dad was there sometimes. Yeah. Not. But unfortunately, he was, he was often away for all the big events, you know, the, the swimming carnivals and the birthdays. And, oh, the birthdays, isn't it? Yeah. Stuff, but it was just our family. Yeah. Our makeup. Yeah. So we were speaking before, um, and I found this interesting, obviously, because I'm married with children, mm. um, about how, you know, you just get on with it. Mm. But you were saying in hindsight, you probably may have done some things differently in terms of involving yes, your husband. Yes, I, I would have done. I, I made too much of the fact that. Uh, he'd been away for a long time. He was tired. He needed his rest. Shush, you know, you better be, better be quiet because dad, dad's having a rest. Um, and even if he came home and, say, had a, a day off, I remember one time there was um, Natasha, my daughter, um, had a swimming carnival. And uh, it was the day after he came home, but he was too tired to go to the swimming carnival. And looking back, you know, he should have made the effort. And I should have said to him, look, you know, your daughter's got much further than she's ever done in swimming. Yeah. I need you with me and she would need you. Yeah. And she was very disappointed yeah. with that. Um, and that happened sort of every now and again. Um, Is that something that you've spoken about as mum with kids, with them? Uh, um, I probably did in the early days, um, but Natasha every now and again brings it up. Yeah. She's into her 40s now. And yeah. Nick's just turned 40. Uh, so when when Natasha was seven yeah oh yes I started as well after oh, about a year I suppose the the, the mum who used to pick her up because her daughter used to do it said said one night why don't you come along Peter and, and you know join the join the um, the women's group so I said oh yes I'll come along and have a look you know the same as I did with yeah and um, I quite liked it and so I started off as, as the beginners and then went to first year, second year, maybe third year, I suppose. Um, and I did very well in, in all the exams. And the last year I was doing it, um, I got... The big thing 
if you got to the Seymour Centre, that was big time. But then if you went on to the Opera House, whoa, that was the ultimate. Yeah. And I'd come forth to, to, for the exams to get to the Seymour Centre, so I missed out. Yeah. But then the girl that was supposed to go from, from my club got sick or something and I only had two days' notice. Wow. And so I went with the teacher and, and you know, really tried hard to, yeah. to, to remember the routine and everything. Um, and I actually uh, didn't, I didn't get any further than the Seymour Centre. So I never got to the office. That was my ultimate day. Yeah. I must admit. There's still time. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure so. they'd have you back. Not, not with the, the, the tights and no. And of course, everybody had to look the same. Oh, I know. The same leotard. Yeah. The same hair. Yeah. Didn't matter whether you had curly hair or straight hair. It's like synchronized swimming on land. Yes, almost. <laughs> yes. You can tell I've never done it. (laughs) So tell me about your, you know, your advice for life because we spoke about this before. Yes. um, And I I clapped. (laughs) Um, Advice for life. Have fun. I think that's, that's at the top of the list. Be as disciplined as you can but not to the exclusion of everybody else and everything else. Yep. I mean, you, you've got to have a, a little bit of discipline in your life. Um, and especially with, with children, they they really thrive on discipline, yep. but with love and no real bad consequences. Yeah. Um, I watched my son um, bringing up their children because my, my daughter's not married. And he, even though they're, they're overseas and we, we Zoom a lot now, um, I don't think he's ever smacked one of his, yeah. his children, but he gets them to one side and he gives them a good talk mm. to eye to eye, yeah, um, and says and explains why yeah. it wasn't acceptable behaviour and, and all yeah. the rest of it. And you know sometimes they they scream and kick and carry on, but he is very laid back, yeah. Nicholas, but very firm with yeah. his his upbringing. Yeah. And I think that's that's the way I should have done it, really. But you obviously did something right because that's how well, he is. Yes, yes. Um, and his his American wife is, is yeah. the same, same yeah. uh, you know, on the same level as him yeah. too with discipline. So, yeah. yeah. I think and teenage years are challenging. Mine are 14 and 12. Oh, um, and Grace, who's 14, nearly 15, said something the other day and I said, you know what, it's about me or us letting the lead go a little longer and giving you freedom mm-hmm. But also, well, the freedom to make choices, but also keeping you safe yes. at the same time. Yes. So sometimes you're going to make the wrong choice and we have to be there for mm. when that happens. Yes. Yep. But we actually have to make let you make the wrong choice yes. um, and, and not wrap you in bubble wrap, but make sure that you're still safe. Yes. Um, because you, you do learn a lot of things through mm. doing the wrong thing or making yep. mistakes and yep. think, well, I won't do it that way again. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And it's it's hard. I think it's harder on parents now because there's so much pressure. Yeah. From school, um, other other families. Oh, you know, so and so is doing this. Why can't I? Um, they're going to the movies or they're learning karate. Why can't I? Or, or whatever. So yeah. I really wouldn't like to be a parent in this day and age. I must be weak because I just ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, that, that's your mechanism. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I just say I'm not. I'm not. Here to be a friend. No. Um, I'm here to be a parent. Mm. Like we can 
you know, they, they do talk to me about a lot of things. Oh, sure. Um, and I'm not naive enough to think that they talk to me about everything because oh, no. they need to have their their personal time and things. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I really don't care what other people think. <laughs> no, because you'll do it your way. Yeah. And it's working. And for them. Yes. I'm not yeah. doing it for other no, people. No, so. exactly. For other people to say, oh, isn't she yeah. putting her kids up like Yeah, that. no. You're doing what you think is right. Yeah. And, and, you know, from what little I've seen of, of the girls, they're, they're yeah. doing very well. And what I think is right is different to what someone else thinks oh, is sure. right. And yes. I think we spend way too much time um, comparing ourselves, especially with social media and oh, the internet is yes. everyone can compare everything to yeah. everything. See, we had um, nothing no. when, when, when certainly when I was growing up and when the kids were growing up too because, um, I mean, mobile phones and computers, although yeah. they might be... What, 20, 30 years old or something? I remember getting my first mobile when I went to uni and I was 20. Mm -hmm. So that would have been 97. And it was almost like a brick. Oh, it was huge. <laughs> <laughs> it was huge. Yes. I mean, technology yeah. has come so, yeah. such a long way. Yeah, in a short time, really. Yes, yeah. I'm just yeah. wondering when my grandchildren at six and, and, and four grow up, you know, how much it's, it's, it will have changed from when my kids were six yeah. and four and growing up. Yeah. Oh, yes. Crazy. Huge, huge. It's crazy. Yes. So exercise. But exercise. Well, I've always done some sort of exercise. I mean, after the fizzy stopped. I don't know why I stopped doing fizzy, actually. Oh, I think because being in the ladies' section, that was as far as you could go. Um, and I think Natasha stopped yeah. doing it then as well. Um, so what did I do then? Probably didn't do too much then, although I've always walked. Yes, I always had my Yeah. Then, oh, yes, um, I never learned to swim properly. I would always have my head up, head stuck up in the air and, and you know, breathing like this and doing the breaststroke. Um, not that you can see me doing the breaststroke. <laughs> and I thought, right, you know, I need to, and particular. oh, I was having a lot of trouble with my neck. Yeah. And the physio said at the time, do do so do you swim and do the, the bilateral breathing? I said, No, I don't swim and don't do any of that. Okay. So that was that spurred me on. So I went up to Sutherland pool yeah. and had adult lessons and learned to, to breathe on both sides. Um, and loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. So I, I was swimming probably two or three times a week. Yeah. And get on the kickboard. Um, and for my lower back as well, kicking on with, with the kickboard yeah. was, was good as well. Yeah. So, so did you still swim? Uh, I not as regularly. No, yeah. I go up occasionally, but I haven't been yeah. up for, for a while. Yeah. I mean, I could swim in our pool here in the you complex. Could. Yes, I could. <laughs> yes, I did. I did actually join the the um, aqua class. Yeah. To begin with, um, but it was a bit tame for me. <laughs> I have to confess. And then they had one on Friday as well. But then I help out at church with yeah. the ESL on Friday. Yeah. Ambitious as ever. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I, I just get in occasionally. Yeah. But I. So why why do you think exercise is so important? I think from a physical and a, and a mental point of view, um, as we get older, you realise how essential it is because um, the body's not the same as you get older, and um, particularly with um, balance. Yep. Which a lot of the exercises that I've done over the years, of course, rely on balance. And I'm always a little bit sad when I see the people, um, particularly, you know, in the, in the Zumba class or even just walking around, 
their balance is horrendous. And yeah. that's what causes the round shoulders mm-hmm. because people are looking down at their yeah. feet as to where they go. I mean, I can walk up a, a flight of stairs, I walk down a flight of stairs even better without looking down. Yeah. I mean, I hang on to the, or I hover, I hover my hand yes. as well. Um, or even just going around a corner or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's just so important. Which is why I include at least one or two balance tracks in every class because as I've said numerous times um, you know if we don't practice it in a safe environment and actually know how it feels to lose your balance and then how to regain your balance um, then when it you know if we don't do that in a safe place when we do it out in the real world then we're in trouble Um, but it's interesting because and not just in this class in all my classes um, you'll see people not doing it because their balance is bad. No, um, because they don't want because to. they don't want to do yeah. it, and they don't want to just get out of that comfort zone, no. um, even if you offer options. And it's the same as anything. If we wait till we can't do it anymore, then we're in all kinds of strife. Yes. So we need it's to. It's the same in the gym. As yeah. Well. Yeah. Big, big emphasis on on um, yeah. uh, balance. Yeah. And there, several. So there's a there's a step that you you can do up and down, up and down, and then a thick mat that you can go along. Um, there's a smaller mat and, and um, the lady that takes the, the exercise class, uh, the gym class, throws a ball at you while you're, you're balancing yeah. against this mat. There's all sorts of yeah. things. And, and people say, oh, I can't do that. Oh, no, my balance. And they keep saying, oh, my balance is awful. Well, of course it's going to con- mm. continue to be awful if you're telling yourself it's yeah. awful. <laughs> and, and, you know, they, 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 everybody can pull their shoulders back, yep. but because they've been round-shouldered for so long, yeah. They, then they automatically stoop. And, and the nature of life now is we're driving, mm-hmm. we're on our phones, we're at our desks, we're on computers, so oh. we're forwards the whole time. We're very yes. good at rolling forwards. Oh, yes. um, but we need to counteract that mm-hmm. by rolling our shoulders back. And I feel and, sorry for this generation, actually, because of mainly the phones and mm. computers, yes, to a lesser, slightly lesser degree, but the phones are the worst mm. things because they're, they're, and they're, they look at them all so often and the, and the head's down and then the shoulders come with it. and We're going to have elongated they, necks yeah, in They don't 50 hold years. it up in front of their face, of course, <laughs> which would be the ideal place. I mean, they look a bit silly, actually. Yeah. Right up there. But, yes, yeah. I think this generation are going to have huge yeah. physical problems. And they also don't know how to make eye contact. No, that's another because thing. Because yes. the majority of the time exactly. we're looking down. You see people that are st- either standing on the, on the station or waiting for a bus or something, there's probably not one person out of 20 that wouldn't have a phone in their hand. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, it's quite scary, isn't it? It is. It's very yeah. scary, yeah. And yeah. I, you know, I'm hoping that my two aren't falling into that habit. I think Nick, my son, probably is, is worse than Natasha is. Yeah. Natasha has, has quite good posture, but Nick often doesn't. He's a stupid bit. Yeah. And some, even before he went overseas, I think, to live, um, I said to him, you know, you've got to get your shoulders back, mate. And so I started running my, my fingers down his spine, and he sort of got a bit annoyed with that. <laughs> and then when I, because when I go to visit normally, under normal circumstances, I go up once or twice a year. Yeah. And... I, I, I do that to him, and he said, "You're only allowed to do it twice a day." <laughs> so, but he's still—I noticed he's still a little bit stupid. Yeah, but you know, I used to get that, a really bad neck, my mm. neck, and I just go, oh, "I've got dodgy neck," mm. um, as we do when we've got injuries. 
Um, and I have an amazing personal trainer who was like, well, it's actually not your neck. Mm-hmm. Um, it's your it's your posture and it's we need to strengthen these muscles. So I've done a lot of work to counteract all the other things I do. I haven't had a bad neck since. Right. So it's a lot of people, you know, give themselves a, a label or a condition mm-hmm. or like you said earlier, I can't balance. My balance is atrocious. Yeah. I've got bad knees. I've got a bad back. And then by telling themselves that they actually rule out ever changing it because that's just the way it is yeah yeah Yeah. i should get on to nick actually and and say to him you know go go to a a physio or somebody that can give you exercises to counteract Mm. that yes yeah and i mean you know when the kids are little they're constantly picking them up and all the rest of it yeah but I still do that. I'm not a big. He's a he's a he's a big boy now. He's just turned forty. <laughs> my baby turned forty. I know. Mm, scary. Yeah. I feel like that about my being teenagers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not adults yet. No. They think they are sometimes. Yes. The importance of doing regular exercise, um, and also, I mean, eating properly and drinking enough water. And, yeah. And just having a good rounded. Um, diet and doing lots of different things and I think that's mentally that's a good thing as well yes because when uh, um, my husband died about seven years ago and I was on my own for about three years before I came here and I sort of withdrew a little bit because I I wasn't in with I I was doing quite a few things but I was spending obviously a lot of time on my own yeah and I found that I didn't have that stimulation whereas here yeah. You can do as much as you like. There's, there's three or four things yeah. every single day that you could get involved yeah. in. I mean, not that I do. Um, or you could sit in your apartment and, and stagnate. Yeah. And I think that is, is so um, unproductive. Yes. And not, not good for the yeah. brain or the body. And, and that's the thing is, you know, even if you're coming to a physical class, you've got the mental aspect of it too, the, the you know, companionship and seeing yeah. people and you don't have to see them for hours but you can see people for an mm. hour yes you can have a chat or you can not have a chat yeah and then we go and have a coffee yeah yeah and some, yeah. some of us don't yeah um, you know we've got appointments or whatever but most most times yeah most of the class and i think women especially are, you oh, know yeah. that's how we you know even caveman times the men are off hunting and the women are mm. at the cave cooking yes. as a group like yeah. we're very much you know, we do things together and oh, we need oh, far, we need each other around. Women. But that's another thing here too, is that the men, I think they have a barbecue, men's bar, men's only barbecue every month. Yeah. Um, they, I know there's a, a men's um, golf thing every month. Yeah. And they're getting more men's groups, just men's groups. Yeah. Um, because they know that the ladies are being social. Yeah. All the time. And we always will. Yes. We'll always, we'll always make it know, happen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because we've been the home builders. Isn't it ironic, though, that the women organise the men's things? Uh, sometimes they do, yes. <laughs> yeah. And with, with the men's group, too, apparently they get fined because they don't wear their name tags. Oh, really? Which, yes, which okay, is, is good because... I'm going to start finding you all. When, when we first moved in, you know, it was a big thing, you must wear your name tag. Well, that sort of dropped off. Well, yeah. My memory for names is not yeah, too it's hard. Good. Even now, you know... I can see somebody coming towards me and I'm going through the alphabet as quick as I can to think, what's that person's name? They, they Don't they say the trick when you, well, when you first learn someone's name, mm-hmm. not when you've already known them, is to use their name three times in yes. a sentence. Yes, yes. 
which I try and do mm. with new people to classes. But yeah, but yeah it's you get very a lot hard. of new people sometimes, don't you? Well, you yeah, and I probably teach twenty classes a week, mm. and in aged care too. So I don't always know everyone's names, but I do try try my hardest to remember as many names as possible and to use them yes. regularly. Um, because they would benefit from, oh, well, they from, do. from that. Yeah. Oh, she knows my name. Yeah. She knows me. And even even here in, mm. you know, independent living, people yeah. like to feel special. Yes. People like to feel like you can be bothered to remember something about them. Yeah. Not, you, you know, not just. Younger brain. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of names in there. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> we just go, oh, you yeah. at the back. Mm. Um, anything else? Um, I also do um, Pilates on Saturday mornings up at um, Garmin. Good. Yep. And that's very good. That's, I've been doing Pilates type exercises yep. for about, uh, oh, about 10 years, I suppose, 12 yep. years. And that was sort of stretching and Pilates exercise. And then that stopped. And then I got up to, I go to a physio up at Garnier and they do an actual. Um, yeah, good. Pilates class on yep. Saturday. I love Pilates. Saturday mornings, yes. So, uh, Very good. And I, I, I do do a, a, a few of the exercises during the week as yep. well because I've got a roller and a mat at home. Good. So, yeah, I would say I'm very disciplined as far yeah. as exercise goes. Well, but if you've done stuff, ballet and fizzy, yes, <laughs> I'd I mean, say you like fairly, the discipline fairly with your exercise. Yes, yes. The only thing is that during lockdown last year, I started walking an awful lot. And walking quickly because I didn't didn't handle lockdown that well. No. Um, and I lost weight. Yeah, when which I can't afford to do. No. It. No, that's why I didn't. Just got to balance. You got to balance out what you expend with what you put in. Yes. So yeah. if you're exercising more, especially for like mm. yourself, you need yeah. to make sure that you, yeah. you know, eating a little more, not just more, but obviously the right things. The right things. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I was doing a um, really good. Um, video, exercise video to, um, what was her name, McClendon, um, Jenny, Jenny McClendon, okay. she's an American yeah. uh, lady that does exercise for older women yeah. and the first one I got onto she was doing it in a huge basketball stadium and there were lots of yeah. um, participants and then she would do them, she, she'd film herself doing them uh, outside her, her house on the, as a, with the garage door as a backdrop with, with music. Yeah. Um, and it was sort of a little bit of dance and and um, acro, uh, not acro, um, uh, uh, exercises. With yeah. It. Yes. Oh. Yeah, it's so, good. Yeah, Lockdown was, was good, hard, wasn't I, it? Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, it was because it was I'm tough. such a social yep. person. Um, I found that very difficult. Yeah. Even though a lot of people phoned, you know, when lockdown yeah. first happened and, and I phoned them and all the rest. Yeah. That very quickly dropped off, I found. That yeah, because I think everyone, phone. I think the novelty, mm. not that it was a novel, like a good novelty, but the, you know, people went from, oh, this is this is new and, mm. you know, we're going to find new ways around doing things yeah. and, you know, Zoom trivia nights and, yeah. you know, I had a Zoom pub crawl where everyone yeah. had to make a, a their own pub background and oh, we had to go to each pub so we did it on zoom yeah <laughs> and there was about eight of us and you had to name your pub you had to like create a backdrop and all the rest of it and then we went to everyone's pub yeah. and we had to drink at everyone's pub oh. and the person that's pub we were at got yeah. to be the host so they could ask oh, other people wonderful. questions 
but that was the novelty of yes. the beginning of lockdown. Right. You know, yeah. it, it, people it started to go a bit bonkers. <laughs> oh, we've got very drunk and it didn't finish till very early in the morning. <laughs> no, but how many weeks? Or weeks? Oh, just once. <laughs> oh, it's just a one-off thing. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was long yes. enough yeah. that we didn't need to do it again. <laughs> but I've got friends that still are going to zoom trivia nights and oh, zoom yes. bingo nights and yeah. you know all that kind of stuff oh the creativity mm. that's, that's come out of zoom well, is, is amazing yeah it is mm. i wish i'd bought shares years yes. ago um and i think it's in a way it's kind of been a good thing because it's opened our eyes to doing things in different ways and, yes. and you know you, you can do it yeah mm. and you can you know Zumba as a brand have been amazing with their Zoom offerings. They've actually created their own version of an online platform. Oh. Um, and you can go to any instructor's class anywhere in the world, mm. which before you can do. Yes. You used to go in your local area. Yeah. So no. in a way it's made the world a smaller place, but I just desperately need to go and see my family in England. Oh, yes. <laughs> so those, you know, yes. that's yeah. all hard. But yeah, we'll see I Zoom every, every yeah. weekend with my family. Yeah, we, we yes. Zoom and WhatsApp. And yes. But it's not... It's not the same. And my little um, uh, three-and-a-half-year-old grandson hasn't quite got the concept of the the screen. And when when I say goodbye, he still puts his arms right around the screen and all I see are these big lips on the That's really (laughs) cute, though. Mackenzie, at nearly nearly six, knows all about computers. Not computers, but but Zoom and everything. And she'll just sort of wave nonchalantly to me and say, bye, Nonna, (laughs) and that's it. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're growing up. Yeah. more with the um, technology yeah. world yeah. and everything. The only thing is I think they watch a little bit too much on their iPads. Oh, it's... But I can't say too much. No, no. it goes with the territory, I think. Yes. Sometimes yeah. you go, oh, my goodness, they've been on there for yeah. ages. Yeah, but they, um, they, they get out and, and yeah. particularly now because um, they're in Abu Dhabi and it's it's winter up there and it's beautiful. It's just, Are they in lockdown? Uh, not, not too much in lockdown. No. They can't go too far. But they've been going out the last few weeks out to the desert wow. and staying overnight in, in tents wow. and it can get quite cold yeah. out in the desert yes that'd yeah. be fun it, it is and the kids just mm. love it yes they just go off and you know try and build yeah. things but of course there's there's no water in the sand so <laughs> it just all, sort of all, all crumbles but no, they, they love it yes yeah, they're wow. doing that as much as they can because yeah. once it starts to get hot yeah, you're you, not you do don't that. go out no. yeah wow no. and my Little Mackenzie too has her own because they're very much into stand-up paddle boarding. Yeah, and she has her own small paddle board. Cute, and she can paddle. And yeah, she says, "Come on, Mum, hurry up!" You know, come That's on, great. Um, little Parker still just sits with his little floaties on. Yeah, cute. But he'll he'll be standing up yeah. pretty soon. That's yeah. cute. Oh no, the, well, Mum and Dad are very much into yeah. into sports of all yeah. sorts, particularly with the with the stand-up paddle. Yeah, mm. fun. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and um, your knowledge and um, hearing about your life and achievements and exercise and all the rest of it. Yes. And, yeah, thank you very much. That's all right. And so keep moving, everyone. Thank you. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. My name's Emma. I'm from The Daisy Chain and thank you so much for listening to The Daisy Chain Podcast. If you'd like more information, please visit our website, www.thedaisychain.com. You can also visit our Facebook or Instagram page.
sorry over here. Are you all right? I feel like you're really squashed up. You are a bit squashed. Are you sure? I don't know. As long as you're happy. Are you happy? Do you want to come and join the good guys? <laughs> 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 Do you want to go to the dark side, brother? <laughs> 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 you want to come back here, Rhonda? <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Rhonda's torn. She's she usually ends up outside. <laughs> That's why I'm worried about there being a door there. Oh, I just have a going out there. Yeah, I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it. Poor Ranga.